Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Politics But Makes It Fashion. Come interview with us. So this is our second bonus episode in our interview series. So take it away, Chels. Yes, welcome, everyone. And I want to give the biggest, most special, biggest, largest mother friggin' welcome to the one and the only Katie, who runs a small business, um, first started in Northeast Philadelphia, and now is in the beautiful downtown area of Langhorne. Katie, welcome. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I cannot even express to you what a treat it is to have just a few minutes of your time and to talk with you and and, um, just ask you questions about your business because you are such a special person. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. Yes. Thank thank you. you so much for joining us. Thanks. Okay, so Katie. Yeah. Girl. What's up? (laughs) What's up? So we really wanted to get you on here to just talk about um, how you are a woman and and you've created this incredible small business into something so special and you truly built it. When I say built it from the ground up, I mean literal, like it was literally in a room full of cinder blocks (laughs) and it was turned into this beautiful studio hand hand built by her, her man. Um, so okay. Handyman, <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we love a handyman. Um, so, Katie, what is, can you give us a brief overview of what your business is? Okay. So, first off, guys, thank you so much for having me. I feel like it's such an honor to be on your podcast. Amber, I'm not sure if you know, but Chelsea's a little bit of a celebrity. Um, <laughs> yes. in, and so are you in um, our studio where we work. And um, so basically, my business is I started out doing eyelash extensions five years ago when I was on maternity leave. My daughter is now five, five and a half. And then I am in the middle of transitioning the business from eyelash eyelash extensions to permanent cosmetics, which is like semi-permanent tattooing for cosmetics. Nice. Yes. Because we need a lash and we need a brow, period. Yeah. Did you, so did you already, were you already kind of able to like do lashes and decided to kind of like start doing on the side or was it something completely brand new for you? Girl, it was totally brand new. I actually got my eyelashes done when I was on maternity leave. And I, prior to that, so the company that I used to work for before I started the business provided a six month paid maternity leave. And during that maternity leave. That is amazing. Oh, (laughs) yeah. No, really. Unheard of. Exactly. But I knew that I wanted a different career change. So I got my eyelashes done when I was on maternity leave and I had an aha moment when I was laying there and I was like, wow, like maybe this is what I'm going to do. So I got certified and then started the business while I was at home with my baby. That is so random. (laughs) I love it. it. I love that. And so special. And who would have thought that five years ago it would have turned into what it's turned into today? And Katie, you're super special to me for so many reasons but also because you took a chance on me 
when I had no clue what I was doing. And you were like, oh, you do lash extensions? I was like, yeah, girl, I do lash extensions. And then you're like, send me pictures. And you still let me work there. <laughs> you, took, you took a chance on me also. It works both ways, girl. I, I couldn't do it without you. You know how I feel about you, Chell. You girl, know how I feel about you. Listen, so. you know how I feel about you. But <laughs> another thing that I wanted to like really highlight was just because this is something that I have felt the pain of and also seen like the glory of is just how your small business is so different from other businesses a lot of it's because of your personality and what you put into it and your work ethic, but also a huge factor of the way you do things is with such a level of integrity. And that's something that I'm like, oh my gosh, I, that it means so much to me to know that like, listen, I want to sleep at night. Like we all have to make money, right? right. But I don't yeah. want to steal from anybody. I don't want to rob anybody. And um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was where did that come from? How did you become this person who was like, you know what, you know what, your lashes all fell off? Okay, well, we're closing at eight, but Chelsea, we're going to stay till 10 o'clock and we're going <laughs> to redo them and we're not going to charge you and we're going to figure it out. And thank you for the opportunity. So like, where did that level of integrity come? Good question, Chelsea. Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing is, um, a lot of people think that what's on paper per se is the correct way of operating a business if you're a business owner. And coming from a corporate job for almost 10 years, I don't think that what's on paper is always necessarily the right way. I am a firm believer in taking the non-traditional route with mm -hmm. everything. Um, and I think that when you take the non-traditional route, it's always the right route to take. And what's on paper doesn't always feel right in my gut. Okay. And I, I truly feel that you have to lead with your gut and lead with your intuition and just do the right things in life. Because if you do the right things in life, everything just comes full circle. It right. really truly does. It's yeah. so true. It does. And you have to treat people the way that you would want to be treated. Like, Hey, listen, someone, got their eyelashes done last night and they call me in two days and they're like, Hey girl, my eyelashes fell off. I very easily could be like, Nope, you signed the paper, the form of waiver of liability and consent form. It says that that's on you. You know, there's your $140 out the window. Or I can be like, you know what? That very well could be the case. You very well could not have honored the aftercare. However, I should take responsibility for it. Also, maybe my technique wasn't on point that day. Let me take responsibility for it first and make things right on my end. So that way, if it does happen again, then I could lay my, head on my lay my head on the pillow at night, like you said, Chelsea, and know, hey, you know what? I did the right thing. So now it's not on me anymore. It's on them. You right. Know? And, it, and it's not even, and I think sometimes people look at things and they feel like they're small, you know, oh, well, getting your lashes done, like that's a small thing. But I, you know, we're all on TikTok. Um, follow <laughs> us guys on TikTok. But um, I see stories of, you know, girls who have infections on their eyes or like um, mats and just like just horrible situations with getting their lashes done. And I just like, why would you want to do that to somebody? You know, why would you want somebody to go through that? Because it's, it's cosmetic. So it's like on our biggest um, organ you know our skin and stuff so like you to me you need to be better 
because this is something that like people are absorbing and everything. And I, and I feel like people think cosmetics are a small thing or maybe lashes are or whatever, but I love that you have such integrity when it comes to this, because I think it could really affect people, especially now that it's something that's more popular. Yeah. Like, you know, people are getting infections and going blind over getting some bad lashes done. And it's just like, was that worth you getting your hundred some dollars from somebody and right. like ripping and- them off? Because at the end of the day, it's like, is it really that big of a deal? And like, I'm going to take words out of Chelsea's mouth because every day, uh, every time she speaks, I just try to absorb and soak it all in. And she always says, she's like, Katie, you are here, you are here to build relationships first, business second. And I think that if you handle situations the way that I just explained it to you, then the clients are more likely to come back. Um, and Amber, let me just tell you, these people, the, our clients are so passionate and loyal to their eyelash extensions. Girl, they will literally skip a mortgage payment before they have to skip their eyelash appointment. Okay? Yes. I, no, I am not even kidding you when I tell you that. Okay? Well, and let's not talk about a blizzard. <laughs> a blizzard? Okay. I can tell you coming in, I'm like, what? It's six feet of snow outside. She's like, everyone confirmed. What? <laughs> They're all here. They are all They're here. They're all right here. Now. They're coming. Not, I'm not kidding you. A, a true story. Like, really, they they come during snowstorm, hurricane, Irene, whatever. They're there. Yeah, it's no, it's so true. And you know what? I feel like you're absolutely right. I feel like that integrity shows through, and it does truly build a business, and it builds that relationship because they know that they you can they can trust you, right? And they always know that you're going to call it the obvious too. Like you're like, oh my gosh, your eyelashes fell off. So like something went wrong. Let's have let's let's figure it out. But one of the things about like about you that stands out is your integrity, but I feel like that integrity that you have also kind of draws into the next thing that is really special about you. I, Amber, you know how women are, okay? And that in the beauty industry, it's a different motherfucking level, okay? Yeah, yeah. So especially <laughs> in eyelash extensions, especially in PMU, and especially so when I say Philadelphia, doesn't that sound so large? No, it's not. Everybody knows each other. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows where you got your lashes done. Everybody knows this person. Everybody knows that person. So it really is <laughs> such a small world. And the one thing I feel like that is incredible because, and Katie won't say this about herself, but I'll say it about her. She has so much business. She can't, like, there. there's no, she can't take new clients. And there's no, like, if you miss an appointment, which none of her people do, but say you got something crazy you got in a car wreck and you missed your appointment it, it, you're waiting a month to get back in that's just the way yeah. it is um and I feel like that does come from integrity but you're also such a like I've seen you do this where some people want to be shady about it or some people want to be like haters on the business like other other lash artists or other lash yeah. artists or whatever and yeah. and Katie's always like wait oh I missed it they're like they're trying to shade me no why not there's there's business for everybody there's plenty of, of to go around. And the more the merrier. That's right. And you never let you never let things get weird and you never let people get like there you never allow there to be this enemy thing going on. You're like, girl, let me give you her number. You're actually probably closer to her anyway. No worries. And I think a lot of times people don't know what to do with that. But yeah, they're not they're not used to that. They're no, not. no, they think you're gonna mean girl them. But yeah. that leads into <laughs> the next thing about how you are truly the ultimate hype woman 
Well, do you uh, think that, do you feel like if you look around you at the businesses that are very supportive of each other and other people, do they fare better than the ones that are kind of like, feel like there's only one, only, there can only be one? Um, you know, I really don't know. I, I truly try to keep my business to myself. Like I try to, I don't know, child, what would you say? I don't know how I act, how I help. Okay. I always look at that. I'll see, I'll see some, some business owners who are just nasty or, you know what I mean? Just not kind or whatever. And I feel like they might be a little bit successful, a little bit more successful than everybody else, but it always ends up falling apart in the end. It it might bring you a little bit more right now, but later on it falls apart because it's built on a rocky foundation. Yeah. Yep. 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 Exactly. And who does, okay, so Katie, you're the ultimate hype woman. You are hyping everybody up. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> I love it. All your I love clients, it. all your, the, your employees, everybody. Now, what do you think, where does, where does that come from? What has made you become such a hype woman for other people? You know, I just feel like when I started this, well, first off, I was a cheerleader my whole life, if you couldn't. There it is. There it is. Okay. In your butt. Yeah. And I feel like life is so much easier when everyone is supportive. You get more of a struggle than you do with shit, right? Period. 100%. Part of my profanity. But you do. And I know that when I started this business, I truly could not have done it without my hype system and my support system and my hype girls and my hype team, my hype boys, my whoever it is, my family. Right. And I just think that like when you're starting a business or even if it's not a business, let's say like a client's confiding in us and like, you know, a change that they're having in their life. When you have someone who is there to support you, who is genuine about it, who, where their intention is so genuine and pure, you're more likely to have confidence and to take that leap mm-hmm. and to make that change or to pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue that you're trying to do at, at that time in your life. Right. Um, well, I've yeah, even found just, you need hype women in everything because like you're talking about the beauty industry and I'm thinking over here, like in the activist industry, oh, there's, there's oh. activist ladies who sometimes want to, get on each other's cases and stuff and like when I I when you were telling your story about how you started I'm just like yeah just like one day you're just like I'm gonna go do this and I'm just sitting in my house and I'm just gonna do it and figure it out and that's kind of what I did and you know and I really appreciate the people that are around me that supported me and I couldn't have done it without so many of them but I do see women sometimes I'm like man guys we all need each other because like we all need that support system around us and why and does it take does it really take something out of you to like go share your friends posts like it leave them a fire emoji hype them up give away their business cards like you know say hey I want to get you know Chelsea did my lashes girl I need to do my lashes you know (laughs) I, I need my eyebrows done like how how hard is it to do those things but I got my hair braided today and the girl was like, yeah, it looks so good, of, by the way. Thank you. Good. A lot of, she said a lot of people, they'll say they're going to like tag her in the post and then they don't. And I was just sitting there and I'm like, damn, well, why? <laughs> like, that's so simple and so easy for us to do is just to be like, oh, you know, she did this for me. Thank you. And I love it. You know, just to like, I feel like the universe just gives it back to you so much uh perfectly said amber the universe the universe knows exactly what it's doing 
It really, really does. Yeah. And you know what? Okay. And I think women are so, such powerful beings. And I've experienced this, Katie, in the studio. Like when you're like hyping somebody up or you're giving somebody, you know, props or you're, you're, I've seen girls who will, you'll encourage them to step out in their talent. And then you're just like, I don't know. It's, and it's something that it's an energy in the room. That's almost palpable. Yeah. When, when like, for example, Katie's like, Oh yeah, girl, you can do it. Why wouldn't you do it? Go for it. You can do it. Then everyone else is like, yeah, sis, do it. Why, what you can do. And maybe they only need that one person and maybe they don't have anybody else in their life who's saying that to them. And like, what does it take for you just to say like, Hey girl, like, yeah, you can really like make some wigs, go for it. Like that is your thing go do it you know and it's nothing that's too small or too big you know you just gotta go everybody starts somewhere exactly and I also I just just want to say something really quick you know and that's all fine and well and everyone's like oh yeah the perfect world that's great that's great there are to, to be realistic there are going to be some villains I should say in our life when it comes to starting a business okay it's so true there are going to be some villains However, how do we handle those villains? Do we ignore them? Do we, what do we do? And I feel like two wrongs don't make a right. You should never stoop to their level. I think that a lot of the times the villains are insecure or they look at people like me and Chelsea and they're, and they look at people like us who are hype women and who are nice as being fake. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause they're not used to that. And that, you know, and I feel, I do, I'm like, it's, you know, as a human, I'm like, Oh God, I don't want to be around that person because positivity is contagious, but so is negativity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we do to fix that? I'm like, let's kill them with kindness and let's handle the, handle the situation with grace. Like Chelsea says, and go in there and support their business because trust me, I have done that. And I actually have done that very recently to several businesses and start a conversation with them and just keep it real with them. And it all ends up turning out great. I yeah. do. If you walk into it with a positive attitude, it ends up being positive. Well, right. and you kind of shut down the narrative of like, oh, yeah, there's going to be beef between us and there's a vibe. You're like, <laughs> honey, you might have beef, but I don't. Like, right. I'm going to come. And I'm, I'm gonna, over here living my life. Yeah, I'm going to come support your business. Like, let's all win. Why yeah, not? absolutely. And then right. it's not, and then all of a sudden it's not weird anymore. And all of a sudden they can't be mad anymore. Like, <laughs> so what? you'd be walking to somebody's business and you I, you rub your finger around like along the counter and <laughs> rub it. And say, I heard you have something to say. <laughs> no, Katie's like, hey, I'm just here to support. What can I do? No, I know. But so, okay. I feel like you also being the ultimate hype woman and supporting people especially when you see a talent I think that you have a really really incredible knack for sniffing out talent and and the opportunity for a business and I've watched you do it I've watched you you know listen to people talk about for example one of my favorite clients that I did her lashes she paints shoes She's like, oh, she's just that. She's custom. She will paint custom, and she's made a pair, a couple for me, and a pair for Chelsea. Custom Chuck Taylors, custom Vans, 
but but even the way you just said that so she's she's like this she's got a full-time job so i'm gonna need to get i'm gonna need to get a pair of those (laughs) but but she's like talking about like she's like yeah i just like to draw and choose for fun the next thing you know katie's selling out her shoes right yeah and i so so you're do you feel as though with you being such a like a solidarity sister and such a supportive woman do you feel like you feel so passionate about small businesses and lifting up small businesses and helping small businesses out because of your journey for building your small business? Or Absolutely. You- yeah. Absolutely. I also think that my passion, I don't realize I'm doing it. I think that it's just happening naturally because that's the way that it's supposed to be. It's everything in life comes full. Everything comes, everything in life comes full circle 360. So this is my way of giving back because people are continuing to give back to me and I don't even realize it. I do realize it, but sometimes I don't, you know, it's happening with or without me even realizing it. And I also feel like, I don't know about you guys, but like, especially since the pandemic, I feel like small businesses are really flourishing. Okay. And I think especially woman-owned whoop, whoop, small business yeah. <laughs> okay and I think that these women who are starting these small businesses we we have to keep these this small business whole journey or whatever it is that you want to call we have to keep it going we have to keep it going because I think that we're seeing a little bit of evolution in women and in their professional life yeah and I love that. I love that they're they're feeling like they have this confidence to do this, to take a step away from whatever it is that they're doing professionally to pursue this new career. And professionally, it's hard. You know what I mean? It's just not, it is not cut out to try to be like a, 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 a mom that's active and engaged and also be, have your career, you yep. know? And I think a lot of women are seeing that I have to change my life and do something different to where I can still make money and support my family, but also make it to soccer games and not be burnt out and be able to, you know, make, eat, make breakfast or make dinner or whatever one, you know, whatever you want to do. And I think the pandemic really taught us that, especially with being able to like support small businesses and knowing that um, things are still going to have value and things are still going to be worth it and like expensive and you know detailed and beautiful even if you buy it from somebody who's doing it in their house yeah and that's like okay Chelsea I got you um that New Jersey plaque that was made from a veteran female-owned small business oh you mean the one hanging over my bed right now (laughs) And you know, and I, I remember people like I was buying people gifts for Christmas or something and how much people loved him. And I'm just like, and I was also so happy to be supporting a woman owned business and a veteran owned business. And she just running it from her house, you know, running it on Instagram and stuff. But like, I'm helping you support your family. And I'm also able to give people that I love something beautiful. Exactly. I love that. And dare I say, the quality might even be a little bit better. Just saying. Right. Just saying. Right. Yeah. I'm like, it's like when someone, when a customer like you, Amber, purchases a product from me or sees value in my work, you are supporting my livelihood. Like you said, it's putting food on the table for my child. It is fueling my fire and my passion inside of me. And I just feel like, um, you know, Chell, we've actually have had this conversation before where, 
um, you know, I had a boss before who said, oh, it's not personal, it's business. And I, let me, let me just tell you, my insides just turned black and cringed because that is the most inaccurate statement I've ever heard in my entire life because I spend more of my personal time at work. So yeah, right, it is personal. Right, okay? exactly, exactly. It is personal. Get out of here with that, right? 100%. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not personal. It is personal. So <laughs> I know. I, so these pers- so these small businesses, let me just tie this in and I'll stop talking. Uh, you know, they're they're um they're obviously doing this for a reason. Like I have two small business owners that sell their product out of my studio. Right. And, and they're doing it because they want to eventually quit their job that they don't like. Okay? So they're hoping that their small business will be able to, you know, supplement, you know, the income that they're making for their current job right now that quote unquote stability job that they have on paper you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. yeah so it all ties back in right so i want to ask you one more question before we wrap up and it's kind of an unconventional question but i feel like this is something that people want to ask business owners and feel uncomfortable asking but since we're just girlfriends and we're just chatting um when you started your business how much would you say it cost you to initially kind of go from I'm getting my lashes done I think I could really do this to kind of like getting it started absolutely no it's not personal at all please um so my I went to New York to get a certification that was twelve hundred dollars you mean you mean like numbers yeah yes ma'am yes ma'am twelve hundred and then gosh I'm trying to think I purchased this like crazy tool for four hundred dollars from China because I wanted to learn (laughs) even faster yeah so I'd probably say like anywhere between twenty five hundred and three thousand dollars. Okay. What's because I think people need to understand in their head sometimes, at least for me, like when everybody says it's doable and you can do it, but like what are we talking here? You know what I mean? What are we what are the figures? And I think that definitely could help so many people. So Katie, please plug where they can find you and your business. Yeah, so my Instagram handle is Bell B E L L E May M is in Mary A E Beauty, and my business is located in the beautiful historic Langhorn Barrow in Langhorn, Pennsylvania. Yes, and what's it called for everybody? Bell May Beauty. Bell May Beauty. Yeah, to special people, it's called Two Point but for everyone else. <laughs> No, just kidding. Just kidding. Everyone's special. Everyone's special. Katie, thank you so much for getting on here. Thank you for hyping my behind up every motherfucking day of my life. You do the same for me, Chell. You know you do. (laughs) And I will. And I always will. And I'm rooting for you guys. Your podcast is so amazing. (laughs) Actually, I have a client tomorrow. Her name is Christy. She's so amazing. And she looks forward to her lash appointment every three weeks because we listen to your podcast during. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we do. I know. It's thank so you so much. Well, welcome, thank you guys. so much for joining us this week. And thank you guys for joining our second episode of Politics But Make It Fashion. Come interview with us and we'll chat with you soon. Bye. Good night. Thanks for listening to Politics But Make It Fashion. Before we go, 
show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, click that listener support button. Then stay tuned for next week's all new episode wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Politics But Make It Fashion. My website is www.amberviola.com. You can follow me on Instagram at amber underscore underscore viola, on Facebook, Amber Viola, or you can follow me on Twitter at Queen Black. That's Q-U-E-E-N-B-L-A-Q-U. Chat soon.